The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You are watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gabriel Morenci, and I'm on the grid, and so is the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart. Let's do this thing. We've got a ton of games to get to. We've got something for everybody. We've got hockey. We've got basketball. We've got baseball. We've got golf and everything else uh, in between, including MLS soccer. The MLS actually is back uh, tonight. We're into the Final Four of the MLS. We're on the clock. We've got the baseball game going off the board in about uh, five minutes' time. Uh, with the uh, New York Mets and the Washington Nationals. We'll get you a pick uh, with that uh, game. Uh, we've got uh, NHL playoff hockey coming up in a couple hours. Kind of a lighter night as far as the playoffs are concerned. I say lighter, only four uh, playoff games uh, today. Uh, but the Florida Panthers will live to play another day. Evidently, they want to stay in the hub in Toronto right now. They get a 3-2 win over the New York Islanders and Arizona takes a 2-1 lead over Nashville. Both games stay under the number. The raging redhead Cam Stewart's got his golf bag. He's got his cleats. He's got his gloves. And he doesn't even need a membership as the course is a muni. Uh, <laughs> pretty nice. Pretty nice muni. Yeah. But it's a, a municipal. And, you know, it's in San Francisco. And it's amazing. I will actually be in San Francisco this weekend, but I will not be at the PGA Championship, <laughs> but I will have money uh, on the PGA Championship. And hey, we'll I'm game. Down. Let's go to Harding Park. Yeah. <laughs> Going to San Francisco. Yeah, that's right. First of all, uh, congratulations on uh, the big one, Gabe. I know uh, I didn't know you were going anywhere. Anyway, I, I, I got to give you credit. When you do something, you do it big. You don't do it small, but hey, fantastic. Have a great weekend in, in uh, Northern California. I love Northern California. It's my type of weather, nice and cool and damp. And there are, like I'm telling you, that's a city that I can handle. Uh, as for the games today, you said it, the unders are, are raining true in hockey. I'm not sure if we're going to get them tonight. 
Could be some trap lines on the board, too. I got to believe that everybody and their mother is going to take the over six and a half in Chicago Edmonton in that game. And Carey Price is playing great for Montreal. Got to give Kemper credit. The Arizona goalie stood on his head today, and you said it. I thought Florida would probably pack up their suitcases and be halfway out the bubble, but a gutsy win, and the Islanders took some real stupid penalties. And we got basketball games tonight. The Raptors are playing, buddy. Should be a lot of fun. And you know me. I'm loaded. I got golf picks all over the board. Top American, European, six-packs, Marenzi, let's rock. Yeah, we'll definitely be breaking down the PGA Championship on the program, um, you know, for the next uh, couple hours, game time decisions, and then into in-game live. We'll keep you up to date uh, with everything. All right, we've got a baseball game going off the board. I like Max Scherzer over seven and a half uh, strikeouts. Um, you know, he's got 10 and 11 strikeouts, so respectively, he should strike out 9, 10. New York Mets uh, this evening, it's a fair number at seven and a half. A little bit of juice that you have to lay, but uh, we're going to play Max Scherzer over seven and a half uh, strikeouts, and hopefully we do better with this baseball prop than we've been doing with some of the basketball props uh, earlier in the day. What are you doing with this baseball game, Cam? Absolutely nothing. I'm going to be cheering for you. I want to take, um, you know, the Mets at that price, but I can't trust them. Washington has a significant pitching advantage. Porcello looked awful in his start, um, but I'm also not laying that kind of juice. I'm not even going to find a dance partner, Gabe. This one's on you. I love it. I, I know I, I can agree with the Scherzer prop. No need to force it. we got a million games tonight, but good luck to you. I think you should be able to get nine or ten with the free-swinging Mets. Well, you look at um, you look at Scherzer. He struck out eleven New York Yankees in the season opener, um, and um, you know he only went five and a third there. He won seven and a third against the Toronto Blue Jays, and he struck out ten. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's a fair number. It's not eight and a half. It's not that nine and a half. All right, shout out to all of our radio affiliates joining us right now. I am Gable Morenci. You are listening to Game Time Decisions, and we've got a lot of game time decisions to make. We're going to try to make some profitable uh, game time decisions. We like Max Scherzer over seven and a half strikeouts uh, right now. This game's going off the board momentarily. Max Scherzer over seven and a half strikeouts. That's the only thing we're going to do uh, there. All right, we've got uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Los Angeles Lakers. We're on the clock as far as that basketball game uh, is concerned. And the L.A. Lakers uh, can clinched uh, the top seed in the West the other night with their win over the Utah Jazz. They're not playing for anything. And if you look at the Laker team, um, Cam, they can't afford to, to lose anybody. Like, they, you know, they're already down Rajon Rondo. They're already down Avery Bradley. You know, can you imagine if like LeBron James got hurt in a meaningless bubble game? And They're done. LeBron, yeah, LeBron loves his stats, but I don't even think these stats count, uh, to be honest. So, like, you know, normally LeBron plays all the time, but the thing is, for the Lakers to win a title, guys, LeBron's gonna have to be the ball handler, the score, along with AD and all that. I get it, but LeBron's gonna be on the court for like forty-two minutes a night all the time. I don't expect them to be playing all that much uh, tonight. I was surprised. The overnight number was six, and we jumped in overnight. I, I thought some, you know, some strange things might happen uh, with this game. You know, LeBron, when asked about, um, you know, from from here on out, he basically stated that they're more interested who who their opponent is. Their Le- LeBron is enjoying the scoreboard watching and the battle for eighth place. <laughs> They've already locked up the top seat. LeBron's not playing 44 minutes tonight. And if he is, Frank Vogel should be fired. And oh yeah, by the way, they're playing the Oklahoma City Thunder, who are a pretty damn good basketball team that are playing for something as well. 
Now, I don't know, Cam, if these teams care about seeding, to be honest. I think the Lakers wanted the top seed, uh, you know, just, just to lock it up. But there's no home court, bro. So it's not the same. It's not like, oh, man, exactly. we better get, like, in this position because we, we got to go on the road. Now it's all neutral. So now, you know, I don't know who these coaches really want to play behind the scenes. So, but the thing is, we know from what we see, Oklahoma City are playing hard, Cam. They lost one game the other night, and everyone's off their wagon. The Lakers are overhyped, bro. I'm cashing this ticket. And, in fact, I think I might double my unit on this game. Game time decision continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. because my feet hurt and no guess because there's no time it's just that me and cam as i stated cam's got his golf bag he's ready to hit the links it's we'll heavy the links in it yeah big big bag <laughs> big big bag major bag so it's a major major bag uh we'll get into that uh, in a couple of minutes uh but uh we've got uh we got nba basketball uh coming up la lakers and the oklahoma city thunder that listen if the lakers if the Lakers didn't um, already clinch the top seed in the Western Conference, like if they were just playing this game for real, real, I would say that, hey, you know what? You know, five and a half, six points is too many points to be given yep. Oklahoma City, a team as good as Oklahoma City. Uh, but, you know, we have an unmotivated Laker team coming in here. And, you know, we're getting five and a half points right now. I like the Oklahoma City Thunder in this spot. So do I. I think it's, uh, I liked it before as well, like you. I think, uh, I actually think the line's way off because we don't know what's going to happen with these guys on the Lakers, how much uh, rest they're going to get for their stars. I probably would have made the line like two or two and a half, three. I think we get, we get a few points of value, Gabe. I think they can win outright. I'm with you on this one. And there's another hockey game going off at 630 as well. Um, I was just looking at the lines on FanDuel here, and I love the situation. I like both. You get a plus price. I know it's hard to pull the trigger, but I watched that Dallas-Vegas game, Renzi. Dallas was playing free freewheeling style, not like they usually do in a 5-3 to three game against Vegas. It's 5.5 over to plus money, plus 115, and I'll take the dog too. I like Dallas to upset Colorado, plus 125, and the over 5.5 
to plus 115. That game, they dropped the puck in 16 minutes. Yeah, you know what? I haven't touched any of the uh, non-playoff hockey games uh, so far. I've been so focused in on the playoffs. It was hit or miss, and I'm kind of kicking myself. Part of me thought that the Islanders were just sort of going to win like a weird one-goal game again today, and the Panthers would have no luck. But the thing is, you have to take into consideration in these games. And, and when teams – and you know, the game stayed under, uh, but especially in these elimination games moving forward – Teams get desperate, man, and hockey teams have a lot of pride. I don't care if you're the you know, Anaheim Ducks, the Florida Panthers, the Montreal Canadiens. These dudes have pride, and Florida showed it, just like the Toronto Maple Leafs did yesterday. The Leafs just banged and said, you know what? We're not losing today. Exactly. We're not losing today. And the Panthers just had that about them that, you know what? We're not. This isn't over. You know, th- this isn't over. Now, little bit different uh, tonight because these games are on the board tonight they're both the series are tied up at one now in a, in a five game series the team that wins game three wins about 80 percent of the time so it's a pretty critical game um you know for both montreal and pittsburgh and both edmonton and chicago uh both interesting dynamics in those uh those series basically pittsburgh is dominating imagine a soccer game guys in which, like, one team is being outshot, like, 26 to 2. Yes, exactly. Somehow, it's still scoreless. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, it's getting tense. It's getting tense. And that, that's like Pittsburgh and Montreal. Montreal are getting dominated. But the thing is, Ken, Montreal are in this series, and they can play better. They can, you know, they did better in the third period. They can't leave Kerry, Dries, uh, Kerry Price alone to the out there on an island by himself like they do all the time. Uh, but they're battling. And then tonight, big, big game for Edmonton and Chicago, man. You know, Edmonton win this game tonight. They're going to win games the next game, and boom, bam. The series is over, and Edmonton's got a little confidence suddenly. They lose, and they're under a lot of pressure. Massive game tonight in the Western Hub. Yeah, I'm basically throwing a couple more logs on the fire. We took the series at better prices, and I went with, uh, um, you know, those picks that night, Gabe, with Pittsburgh and Edmonton. I'm going back to the well with Pittsburgh and Edmonton. I'll give Montreal all the credit in the world, and Carey Price is proving he's the best. Like, without them, they'd be absolutely demolished in those games. Kind of like Corpusallo and uh, Columbus. This guy's standing on his head, too. The Leafs finally solved him, but the goaltending has been at an elite level right now. Matt Murray stepped up when he needed to for Pittsburgh. He's not in the same league as Carey Price, but I think Sidney Crosby, Malkin, and the veterans on that team will have enough. I wouldn't be confident in taking them in, uh, on the puck line, but I still like Pittsburgh to win. And uh, be careful. There's something, you know, Gabe, I think people are going to blindly be betting this six and a half over. Oh, where's the defense and stuff? I think Chicago and Edmonton both have to understand they have to play better defense. I think we can get five or six goals, but seven tonight, it might not be the offensive outburst that everyone's thinking, but I like the Oilers. Their star player showed up. Connor McDavid's the best player in the league when he wants to be. The guy's an absolute stud. You know what? I'm sort of buying into that a little bit. It does feel... A little bit like a trap. Tonight's got to be a little bit tighter checking. You know, the mm-hmm. series is essentially on the line uh, here this evening. And that's the same thing with a Montreal Canadian and a Pittsburgh Penguin game in the sense that, I, you know, it's tough like that every game's just going to go under. You always get the feeling that, all right, one of these games is going to open up. Team's going to start scoring on a power play uh, a little bit. Uh, but without being stated, the stakes are so high. And if you're Montreal... You just have to get more pucks out the net. Like, you know what I mean? Like I said, you've been in this series. They're one-goal games, essentially. So you're really not changing all that much. 
Um, but you're forgetting the Montreal Canadiens' big advantage tonight, uh, Ken. They're the home team uh, tonight. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Means they get to bust out the, the old red jersey. Yeah, they get their team. tunes. <laughs> and yeah, you know what? All kidding aside, yes, I was going to say that. Yes. Olé, olé. Yeah, yeah, they get their music in the in the background. And listen, I know you're a Toronto Maple Leaf fan, bro. But and it's funny because you're not a big fan of Carlton the Bear, the the mascot. No, I'm not. You're like, yeah, Carlton's pretty lame. Listen, yeah. Carlton's like. Um, like the the coolest, he's like Smoochie, <laughs> Poochie. Poochie, on, yeah. Uh, on his, yeah, Poochie. He's like ultra cool next to like the Toronto Maple Leafs playing Hall and Oates after they Oh, that's goals. their song. Like, I know. Yeah, like, you know what happened? Like, you don't I was deserve getting... to win a Stanley Cup no, Hall and Oates I, is your goal song. I agree. <laughs> I, I don't, honestly, like you're making my dreams come true by Hall and Oates. Like I was at a game. I, I remember I almost spit out my beer to Lisa. This guy's a season ticket holder. I go, where the hell did this song come from, right? Like, they just started playing it that year. Apparently, Hall & Oates had a show at, at the ACC and met all the Leafs and all this crap, and they make it the theme song. It's like, come on, guys. How about some Van Halen, Metallica? I know it's all friendly with kids and Carlton the Bear, whatever. That is a lame song, Gabe. You're right. It's almost like when they score a goal, it's embarrassing. It's like, wow, what is this, a kid's team? It's get a song. At least the Blues with Gloria, they want a Stanley Cup, so I could deal with that, you know? But you got to have a harder song. It's got to be. Well, it's got to be way more. It's weak. You can have a cheesy novelty song as your team theme song. Yes. But yes. only during like one deep playoff run or, or so. And it has to happen yes. organically. And you just you don't want to be playing it after every damn song. Like, um, <laughs> like it's just. <laughs> It's such like a bad dude. Like a You're making my dreams like, come not, true by hollow notes. Like, why not Barry at this point? Like when you play Barry Manilow, like and the Leafs goal, they score. Barbara Streisand and Barry Manilow do it. Bust out Neil Neil Diamond after a hat trick. <laughs> they might again. Hello. <laughs> like uh, like yeah. I just had to get that off my chest. I'm like, oh, you know, buddy, I was on Twitter. I know it's so Hall bad. Has to go. I the Hall of Notes has to go. So I'm going to go back. You know, basically in these five-game series, you're basically betting game by game who you think is going to win the series because the series is yeah. so short, right? So if, you know, you're getting a plus, plus money price with the Montreal Canadiens again, and if you think the Canadiens are in it, and I said the other night, I know the Canadiens are not the better team, uh, but I'm getting these scoreless, low-scoring, one nothing type games and I'm getting plus 150 in, in what is basically a toss-up. So I'm looking at tonight's hockey card, and I'm looking at the under in the Pittsburgh and uh, Montreal game, and I'm looking at the Montreal Canadiens as, uh, as the, uh, the underdog, and I'm going to take the Edmonton Oilers uh, tonight and stay away from the total, although I'm with you. I think you know. I don't see. I don't think this one's turning into a six-four, seven-five game tonight. This no. one's going to be a little bit more responsible. Four to two. Yeah, I'm thinking around like they get just under the number. Edmonton four to two. Koskinen can make some saves. I'm with you, man. I just, I just think people are running to the window blindly, thinking there's going to be nine or ten goals. There could be, but I think they tighten up. This is a huge game tonight. They're not going to take stupid penalties. Game time decisions continues.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down and too many people fall victim to the picture perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we going to learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Game Time Decisions continues. I am Gabriel Redson. Throw it down with the Raging Redhead, uh, Cam Stewart. So, yeah, the MLS is back uh, tonight. I, I just had, like, bad flashbacks and memories about the MLS uh, being back and <laughs> so many bad beats. And, you know, it's crazy because I love the MLS. I really enjoyed the tournament. But, man, we were on the wrong side of a lot of uh, bad beats. And we ended up with way too much money on some of these uh, matches. So I'm a little bit, uh, I'm a little bit cautious coming in uh, to tonight. I don't want to uh, tap out on it. We're down to the final four uh, right now. Uh, but, yeah, like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> timber! I like the Timbers. Yeah. I, they've the been a Portland team that I've liked. For, yeah, I like the Portland Timbers. They're, they're kind of my team. I, I don't know what it is about those guys. I just like their style. I like the way Portland plays. They're very, very good. Let's give credit, though, to the Philadelphia Union. That was a shocking win when they absolutely dummied, dummied Sporting KC. They dominated three goals in the first half. Yeah. Interesting game and dynamic tonight, Gabe. As the line tells you, you're getting basically plus 135-40 with both teams. It's almost a pick em. Two and a half is the total in the game. I lean Portland, but the Union, the Philadelphia Union, have been good. That last game, they looked very, very electrifying, but I lean Portland. I lean Portland as well, and as crazy as it seems, I think Orlando City is going to end up uh, in the final. At this point, <laughs> Orlando City have gone this far. Like I'm not I exactly. Be <laughs> exactly. Uh, even though the Loons have been pretty lucky too in Minnesota United, uh, but we'll get to we'll get back to the MLS game because that's uh, not until eight o'clock uh, Eastern uh, tonight. But currently at FanDuel right now, Philadelphia Union plus one sixty five, draw plus two fifty. And the Portland Timbers, Timbers. plus 135. Let's just uh, check in with the total of uh, of this game. You know, I don't two know and a why, half. But my, yeah, I, I know that's two and yeah. a half, but it's minus 136 to the over. My Correct. gut instinct tells me it goes over. That's probably 2-1. You know, I thought before those knockout games would be lower scoring. They weren't, Ken. They're actually higher scoring. It seems like, you know, yeah. like things have opened up a little bit in this tournament. I wouldn't be, but you know I love betting soccer unders, but I'm not touching the under in this game. The thing is, Gabe, it's kind of like the opposite, though, because let's remember, 
The Philadelphia Union were a team that were winning with defense, right? They were grinding out wins, and I don't know what happened against Sporting KC, but their offense got electrified. They had great plays. You know what I mean? They were running all over the place. Their passes were crisp. They were finishing. But I'm not sure you could do that against Sporting KC has a way worse defense than the Timbers. The Timbers are well coached. So I'm not so sure I'd be running to the window to bet the over. I think it actually might be the opposite tonight. I think this game is going to be an old-school Philly game, like very defensive and first goal wins type of thing. I think it's going to be tight. I like the under. All right. uh, So Oklahoma City and the Lakers going off the board in a couple of moments uh, here at camp. And I was already on Oklahoma City, and I've decided uh, I joked earlier in the program that I think I'm going to step up uh, again. And uh, we did uh, step up again. I just, you know, listen, LeBron James' prop is 23 and a half points. Um, now, is LeBron, how much is LeBron James going to play? What is the reason for LeBron James to play? And I know there's still a lot of time before the playoffs start, all right? So they're not just going to sit and die until then. I totally get that. But at the same point in time, you can't play this guy 42 minutes uh, a night either, can No, you can't. And... I, I think the the line is telling you, even with his prop, Morency, that they don't expect maybe a full game. Usually his number's a little bit higher. I got to take the five and a half points with Oklahoma City. I'm not pounding it because I, I thought this line would be lower because we know what's going to happen in this game. The Lakers have clinched. You know, I, I, I'm with you. I don't think they, they play all their guys full minutes. And Oklahoma City is a very, very tough team. They grind. Like, Paul's been great. I love watching him play. Steven Adams. There's a lot of guys on that team that I like. That's the thing. They're a very hardworking club. I got to take the five and a half points with Oklahoma City. I'm with you. Oh, we are. Uh, we, we are. Uh, the Raptors in Orlando are playing later this evening. Uh, the Raptors, 2-0. In the bubble, uh, they beat the, the Lakers, and then they beat the Miami Heat. Double-digit win against the Lakers, four-point win against uh, the Miami Heat. Uh, you know, one thing about the Orlando Magic, and this is interesting because everybody's on the uh, right now with the Orlando Magic, uh, Cam. Dating back into, like, the, the regular season before the shutdown, they're on a 15-0 and overrun right now. 15 straight games gone over the number for the Orlando Magic. Are we a daylight and a dollar short tonight by taking this pretty high total for a Raptor game? We know the Raptors can play defense at the same point in time. The Raptors are also a pretty good three-point shooting team and can also put up a ton of points on a bad uh, defensive Orlando team as well. What do you make of uh, this game? This point spread is really climbing as well. Uh, as far as the Raptors are concerned. Yeah. It's up to, uh, right now, the Raptors minus eight, FanDuel, Oof. 22 and a half. No, that, see, that's the thing. The good number's gone. I, I love the Raptors game, but I'm not laying eight with them. It was a real tight game with Miami. Uh, remember the last uh, layup at the end, too. Is that great? Good news. They call a foul for all the people that bet on the Raptors. You get the free throws to end the cover. Um, this is a tough one. Eight, eight's a steam movement. That's tough. And I got to be honest with you, with the way the Raptors play defense, I'm not sold uh, on the over in this game as well, but I'm not betting the damn under. So I'm going to have to like put some novelty plays, Raptors in parlays, because I don't want to uh, screw around with that point spread. Yeah, neither, neither do I. I've already got the Raptors in a money line parlay. Uh, earlier in the day with Manchester United just to mix it up. Uh, <laughs> oh, they came back. Bit. They came back versus last there. It was dangerous. They were down 1-0. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, it's a dangerous world we live in. <laughs> very dangerous. They're very dangerous. Yeah, it's a dangerous world. So I'm, I'm staying away from the props, uh, though. Uh, I'm staying away from the props. We've been getting it into, uh, you know, we've been falling a little bit short uh, with some of these uh, basketball props. So, But we've been doing pretty well with the overs. And a good example mm-hmm. is, you know, we took the San Antonio uh, Spurs plus the points. Yeah. And, man, they were in this game all day long. They've just been a day late, a dollar short. And, yeah. They should have beat Philly. Remember the night we, you, you took them? You took a money line too. That was a screw job. I thought, I, like, I couldn't believe how good they played. Like, they came back, took a big lead. Philly came back. They win late on that Shake Milton three. I'm like, man, Philadelphia, these guys got issues. But yeah, man, you almost hit that money line there. That would have been a huge one with the Spurs. Yeah, thank you very much, Kevin. That was two days ago. I was just going to say, I know. They just, I'm just they saying, just I'm up, just saying. They just wrapped good, up good. this game a second ago. <laughs> I, I and uh, we have a final score, 132 to 126. Ooh, high Denver scoring. wins. And, yeah, kind of a, kind of a bad, kind of a bad beat uh, for, um, you know, for, for the San Antonio Spurs. Like you said, yes. two, two hard fought, crazy high scoring games in a row here, Cap, that they fall short late. They do. And, the thing about it is they're playing great basketball right now. And Kevin and I talked about a game. I think you might agree, too. Um, you know, without Aldridge in the lineup, other guys are stepping up. The spacing's differently. They're just an automatic over right now. And you know me. I get scared when these totals get too high. Right? Yeah, like look at these 132, 120. Like, come on, man. Like, they're getting into the almost the, the 260 range here with these totals. That's nuts. But uh, San Antonio has been a real gritty team. They've been one of the biggest surprises so far in, in, in the restart of the NBA. And, uh, yeah, it's tough. They think they're going to co- cover the spread very, very tight. I, I like this team. And uh, I don't know what the books are going to do, Marenzi, but they're adjusting and because they can't leave. They can't put a number high enough. You can't set a total high enough in these Spurs game. But I love the new Spurs. You know, they're doing things a little bit differently, and it's cool. And you're right about the DeRozan stuff, man. Like, all the time, he's just just the consistent minutes, the consistent scoring. There's a lot of things to like. They get an A-plus for effort, buddy. That's for sure. Well, they're – the, Popovich knows that he's sort of he's outgunned as far as talent uh, is mm-hmm. concerned, and so you know they're just running and gunning right now. I lost the Spurs play, but we hit the um, you know we hit the over in the game, and I knew that the game just wasn't slowing down, so I took an in-game piece of the in-game over two thirty-six nice. and a half uh, as well. So you know that that's not bad. You know whatever we'll. T- Take move on. That's all we can do, right? Two and one and move on. Sort of like a baseball yep. team. You try to win the series and then you move on. Hey, nothing wrong with two and one. If you go two and one all the time, you're going to make a lot of money sports gambling. I can tell you that. 66.6% there. That's that's a good number. I'd like, yeah, going two and one is fantastic. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm with you, buddy. I don't know. We are on the Oklahoma City Thunder against the Lakers there, plus five and a half. That looks good to me. The Raptors, as, as we talked about with the Raptor game, I know we're fans of the team, but I'm not going to lay eight points. That steam's just a little bit, it's too hot. The shower is much too hot. I don't know what to do in that spot. And I will say this, uh, Brooklyn, Gabe, when we had the plus 22 against Milwaukee, it was a nice win. Nobody expected an outright win. One of the crazy, I think, craziest spread wins since they've been betting these things in the history of time and betting a 22-point favorite in the NBA winning outright. But I will tell you this, Boston Boston should annihilate uh, Brooklyn tonight. I'm not sure if Brooklyn can put that type of effort again in, but, man, they looked, uh, they showed a lot of guts in that game, but it's a lot of points too, so we'll see. But I, I think Boston should be able to beat them by double digits. 
So that, yeah, that's what we're taking basically right now. So I don't know what happens. One other game just going off. If you guys can get it now, just taking a look at the National Hockey League, 635 start. I like both of these pluses because you're getting five and a half on FanDuel plus 115. Dallas Stars over five and a half with the Colorado Avalanche. I think we can have some goals in that game. When you look at these teams historically, you're thinking under, but I like the over in this spot. And I think the Dallas Stars after their uh, loss to Vegas where they really pissed away a, a good lead um, and Vegas came back with four unanswered, I think they're a dangerous dog at plus 125. So we get both games to the plus and hopefully we do well there, Marenzi. That's what I'm doing with that. And uh, good luck on our Oklahoma City play. I'm in, you're in. Get the plus five and a half with Oklahoma City, buddy. Let's go. Let's roll Thunder, baby. Yeah, let's hope. Uh, let's hope uh, Thunder strikes. All right. On the other side, uh, we'll hit. Uh, we'll, we'll hit the links. We'll get into the PGA Championship. We'll get into some best uh, baseball bets. Uh, but we'll cover all the baseball on in-game live in the seven eight o'clock Eastern uh, hour, following game time decisions uh, with me and Cam. Uh, but it's time to uh, get the golf bag out. Let's rock PGA Championship picks next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Let's roll. Let's get into the golf bag right now. PGA Championship pick uh, time. Uh, Brooks Kepka is the favorite uh, right now. Looking to win his third consecutive uh, PGA Championship. Doesn't happen. Tiger Woods had the opportunity a couple of times, Cam, and uh, he fell short uh, trying to do this. A lot of people are buying in. Um, you know That's why he's the favorite uh, here. 11-1 um, to 1 for Brooks Kepka. He's uh, the co-favorite with Justin Thomas, who's one of the hottest golfers in the world uh, right now. Justin Thomas, 11 to 1. Rory McIlroy, 14 to 1. John Rahm, who was good to you a couple of weeks ago, 15 to 1. Uh, Bryson, I'm not on steroids, DeChambeau, 16 to 1. Xander Shoffley at uh, 18 uh, to 1. Dustin Johnson, Dustin to win because uh, Dustin Johnson's not winning uh, this tournament. At least I don't think he is. He's twenty-three so. to one. Cantlay twenty-seven to one. Morikawa thirty to one. All right, so uh, let's get into it. What do you think? Uh, we'll start at the top right here. What do you think about Brooks Kepka's chances of winning his third consecutive PGA Championship? If I had one bet, it's Brooks Kepka. <clears throat> I know a lot of people are going to go to Justin Thomas this week, and he has the game to go back-to-back. If you're going to take two of the favorites, you know, it kind of ruins your bankroll for other things you want to do if you want to sprinkle on other guys. So I had to avoid Justin Thomas. We will see if there will be a live betting opportunity, Gabe, but I love Kepka. 11-1 to on FanDuel, it's a great price. Uh, some places under 10, like this, is that's a very, very good number. Um, I love it. I think he can 3 P. What is the weather going to be like? Windy, cold, Brooks Kepka. he's a big guy. He's also, for people that don't know, Brooks Kepka, when he was like not even like the, a great golfer that he is now, used to do well in Open Championships. They say Harding Park is going to play a lot like a British Open. Strong, you need to be strong in the wind. That's going to be the course's defense. Um, long par fours, that's his strength too. I think a lot of things set up for Brooks Kepka. 
This week, I love it, Gabe. I think he wins. There's a few other guys. Like, I literally think only a handful of guys could win this tournament. Brooks Kepka is my top pick. I love him at 11-1. to 1. Well, it would put Brooks in, a, in legendary uh, company and status if uh, if he won. You know, basically, nobody's ever won three straight PGA championships in, in the stroke play era uh, before. So it would be an accomplishment that's uh, never been uh, done uh, before. And 11 to 1, you know, thing, you know, I don't know if the odd, I guess it's double digit odds, as you stated. So you're getting double digit odds. And, you know, but it's it's such a good field. And there's such, so, so, the other guys that are right there with them are so good as well. And what's the correlation between, between this course and past PGA courses, right? Like, you know, so he's a long, long bomb, you know, so he's a long hitter here. One thing that catches my eye here, Cam, this is just unbelievable. Each of the past eight PGA champions finished in the top 18 or better um, in at least one of the previous two PGA championships. So, it, and it, it goes to show there is just sort of only a few dudes that can win this, and it is sort of the guys at the top of the, uh, the odds board here too. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that, but I'm also going to say, you know, there's some other guys that have the game. Uh, I had a real hard decision game putting the six-pack together because there's good storylines. Colin Morikawa is the one guy. He hits so many fairways and greens. If the weather doesn't get too crazy, I think he could be absolutely fantastic this week. He's a guy, but watch out for two Brits. This is what I'm going to talk about. Tommy Fleetwood, who hasn't, not, not necessarily the best form, but... I think this course will suit his strengths. He likes to keep the ball in play, and his iron play is impeccable. He will split fairways. There's going to be a huge problem for people that drive the ball over the place. That's why Bryson DeChambeau, a lot of people like him this week. I don't. He's going to try to cut corners and do crazy things. It will not work because if you get caught in this rough, you're dead. And another guy that I absolutely love, Gabe, at 50-1, to who I think has a chance to win, is hothead Tyrell Hatton. I really like Terrell Hatton this week. I love him for top 10s. I think he can win top 20. I think he's going to be a big part of my portfolio. I think Hatton's a a very dangerous golfer this week. I think I took him first-round leader at 60-1, to too. So you prefer Bruce Kepka to to Justin Thomas? Yes, I do. A lot of people are saying the the track compares to the St. Jude. And Justin Thomas is playing great golf uh, right now, great control. Uh, of the golf ball, but he can also crush it uh, as well. But you prefer Brooks Kapka to Justin Thomas this week. I do. Uh, Justin Thomas is still an amazing golfer. He can go back-to-back. What I didn't like from him at the end of his round game, he spread the ball per, like he got – it was weird. Once he took the lead, his driver was horrible. He got real lucky. There was a ball going right into the water. It hit the cart path. That kind of changed things, and Brooks Kepka had to get very aggressive on the 18th hole, and he put it in the water because he knew he had to catch Thomas for a playoff. Here's the thing. I just I just prefer, like, if you had a matchup bet, pick him, Kepka versus Thomas. I'm going with Kepka. I think his game, he's ready. I think he has the killer instinct. Justin Thomas won last week. I think Justin Thomas will be there for the top 10, but this is all about Brooks Kepka, and he's starting to get really good with the putter. Thing about Brooks Kepka is, man, once he's dialed inside eight feet, I'm, I'm I watched him. He missed he missed a couple putts, but I really think it's going to start coming around, Marenzi, and it comes around at majors. This is where he really gets fired up. I love him this week. Like I know I, people are saying, you know, no, there's a couple, there's a few other guys that could win. I'm just saying, 
11, you're looking at it. It is a world-class field, but you're not going to get anything better than that. And I believe he'll he'll be there. Like, Brooks Kepka is so dangerous. Like, even if he's back a couple strokes and you can get a better number than 11, I'd definitely bet him live. You know what, You can get him plus money for top 10 and, and uh, top 20 as well. Love it. Uh, Love know, without it. having to win. The problem is, at 11 to 1, my only issue is you don't have a lot or a ton of room after Cam. No. Yeah, I mean, you have a six-pack, and, you know, the money management comes into play there, how you're going to approach it does. Uh, that. Now, a guy that hasn't won a major yet that really catches my eye, and I think that uh, he's going to be in the mix uh, this week, and I'm going to be all over him as far as the uh, the top 20 and the top 10 props are concerned, and a little sprinkle, almost like the uh, the win play show, um, horse horse um, betting uh, style, Xander Shoffley. I'm yeah, me too. Xander Shoffley, Cam. I like him. I think he can win. And, you know, you talk about a guy that's knocked on the door before. He's going to win one of these eventually. And I want to be there uh, when he does. I want to be on it when he does. Uh, he's got uh, five top six finishes in 11 major starts. So he's shown an ability, Cam, that he's not overwhelmed. It's hard to win one of these tournaments. You need timing, right place, you know, just everything needs to fall into place. And it hasn't for him yet. But he's, you know what I mean? He's on the track, so to speak. You need a horse. You know what I mean? You got to have a horse in a race. He's got a horse in a race. And, you know, one of these majors, things are going to fall into place uh, for him. And I think it, it's more suited than it happens here. It's not, you know, than, than Augusta or something like that, than the Masters. I think he's real live that he can win this uh, this tournament. I agree. I agree, Gabe. It's funny you mentioned that, and that's the thing. Like, that's why I had to take a couple bombs in the six-pack because for me to make money, real money, I probably got to go 50 bucks on uh, Brooks Kepka at that price to at least win, you know, 500 and change. So, you know, that's something you got to do. And I also like Shoffley. He's my second pick. I told you, if I had an exacta box in horse racing, it'd be exacta box. Kepka and Shifley, those are my two guys that I, I, I love the most in the tournament. I agree with you. Let's remember this. We had Shifley before. He took a quadruple bogey in the tournament last week. That cost him four shots. He started the day way down, Gabe. He played a great round on Sunday in the toughest pin placements and finished T6. He came out of nowhere. He played better than like almost anybody on that damn golf course other than a guy named Tom Lewis who careered it with a 61. Watch out. Shifley, if he doesn't make those big-time mistakes on the one hole, he could be hoisting the uh, tournament trophy. I'm with you, buddy. Like, next to Kepka, he's, like, just behind him because I think Shifley's so due. It's a good pick. If you look at the top 10, top 10 finish props, um, so Kepka's plus 120, Justin Thomas plus 120, McElroy plus 165. We've got uh, DeChambeau plus 175. We haven't talked about him. His, his shot, his game seems to be a little wild uh, for this to hang in here. But are people underestimating him here, Cam? I mean, I mean, ball strikers, this is their type of course. Uh, but without being uh, stated, is it DeChambeau's type of course? People aren't really, uh, people don't love him uh, this week. Yet he's still, you know, he's still right there as far as the, the, you know, the odds are concerned. He's plus 175 to be top 10. Here's the thing. Bryson DeChambeau, the odds makers think he can win. Look at his number. I'm just saying this. If he tries to get too cute and just bomb the ball and doesn't hit it straight, he is going to be dead. I almost want to bet him not to make the cut, which will be a crazy bet, but that's what I'm thinking because he's an all-or-nothing guy. He's going to be there. He's not going to make the cut. He's going to blow up. He's going to freak out. He's got a lot of uh, – people talk about John Rahm's temperament. 
DeChambeau goes nuts, too. He yells at camera guys. He's always freaking out all the time. He pulled a tin cup when he couldn't get the ball over the water. If he tries to be too cute and pick corners and stuff, if he they said that rough, it is thick, man. It is thick. And I don't care if he's Joe Weeder on steroids, whatever. It doesn't matter. When the ball comes out of that stuff, it's going to be a big, big problem. I'm not down with DeChambeau. A lot of people I respect are. I can't take all these guys. I'm fading them this week. Like, in a matchup bet between Kepka and Shoffley, I'm all over those guys against Bryson DeChambeau. Shoffley is uh, plus 185 uh, to be in the top 10. Not bad odds, actually. Ooh, I like that. For for a guy that routinely has finished in the top 10, Cam, of major tournaments. As I stated, um, um, six tournaments. uh, Six six times out of 11. He's been in in, in the top uh, six. Something to look at uh, right there. All right, so how about some of the other uh, sleepers uh, in, in the pack uh, here, Cam? How are you feeling about um, Scotty Scheffler as far as the top 20 is concerned? I hear people talking about Scheffler. I'm not buying in. Like, I know he played good the last couple of weeks. I know I hear Scotty Scheffler's name kicking around. I'm hearing uh, Shez Reeves Reeves on Scheffler's parade. Yeah, Shez yeah, uh, another popular one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, golf guys, I get it. Ooh, Shez Reevy played well last week. It's a major, man. Like, sure, could Shez Reevy be in the top 20? Yeah. Guy hits the ball nowhere. If his driver's not good, he's going to be, he's not even going to make the cut. I'm not sleeping on those guys. I'm going real, like Gabe, really to the well with my sleepers with Brits. That's what I'm talking about. And I got a guy, too, that no one's talking about. Max Homa is 170 to 1 on FanDuel. Let me tell you, he's a California product. His ball striking is impeccable. His, his putting will drive you nuts. But I'm saying at that price, home court uh, field advantage, he knows that the area, that is a crazy pick at that price. And look for Brits, win players. You know, guys like Danny Willett, Matt Wallace, those are the type of guys, 180 to 1. But my favorite Brit, I know people will go with Fleetwood, and I do like Fleetwood. I'm going to take him in matchup bets. Tyrell Hatton at 50 to 1, I think, can win this golf tournament. That's, I think he's a dangerous guy this week. Not Scotty uh, Sheffield. What are your thoughts on uh, my main man, Harris English? Hello, yeah. I, oh, I, actually, it's funny. I've been on some sites and a lot of people are like, hey, Harris English, 150 to 1. Eh, you know, I, 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 that's the thing, Moretzi. It's a golf tour. You told me, like, I got it's money management, right? I can't bet every guy. I pick three or four, like, long bomb guys, sprinkle units. But Harris English, yeah. I would like him to be a top 40 play. Something like that. Like, I think he can make the cut. I don't think he'll be a factor in this tournament. That's the top I told you, like, like the golf teaser. Yeah, it's like yeah, a seven-point exactly. golf teaser. Once you we probably get, get it at, 40, like, top 30, at top like low juice. Yeah, that's the thing. The guy's 150 you know, to Scotty 1. Scheffler, and mm-hmm. I brought up uh, Scotty Scheffler. He's like plus, uh, we're going to get his number. I think it's plus 385 uh, to be in the top 20. Scotty Scheffler's got a 29% chance, according to uh, the Daily Roto database, to uh, to finish, that's not bad odds actually. She's got a thirty percent chance yep. of getting like plus four hundred odds in that territory. A little little lighter than plus four hundred uh, on Scheffler. Think I might roll the dice on my main man, Scotty uh, Scotty S here, Scotty Scheffler. <laughs> Scotty S. <laughs> <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
All right, uh, Cam, we've got a couple of minutes uh, here uh, left uh, before the uh, the top of the hour. Then we've got in-game live. We're definitely going to get into more golf uh, props. Cam's got, like, uh, you know, country-by-country country, uh, props, uh, finishing uh, position props. We'll take a look at all the props that FanDuel has posted for the first uh, golf major of uh, the season. All right, let's check in with the uh, – I want to check in with my Max Scherzer uh, prop. Uh, we gave you guys Max Scherzer as the show started to go over – Seven and a half strikeouts. Max Scherzer currently only has one strikeout. One. Uh, yeah, a little light. What? You know what? It's Lights. crazy, too. Porcello's been lit up so far this year. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course, you know, he's pitching. He's pitching well. Yeah, it's okay. We just need a, we need to get a little bit of a groove uh, here. We'll get a couple, uh, couple of strikeouts uh, going, and it's still an attainable uh, – Still an attainable number. All right, so what are you uh, what are you looking at here at seven o'clock, uh, Cam? We'll get into the baseball on in game uh, live here, but uh, anything you're going to be pulling the trigger on right now? And for the record, Oklahoma City really low scoring. It's ten seven uh, right now. Ten <laughs> seven, like halfway through the first quarter for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Let's go Thunder. Thunder, Thanks, Cam, here at seven o'clock. I got uh, two baseball games going off. Uh, game two of the doubleheader. I'm going to take the Yankees with our boy uh, Lasagna. You like a nice uh, lasagna for Michaels, Gabe. Uh, minus 122. Yankees in a bounce back. I'll also take the Blue Jays with uh, Ru- Ryu going uh, tonight at uh, plus 115 against the Braves, a team that got smoked the other night. I think bo- uh, they respond. And a two-game parlay with Cleveland and Oakland to plus 150 on the money line. That's what I got in baseball, hockey, Edmonton, and Pittsburgh. But we'll go over the, all the stuff on in-game live. You know, I want to jump in on Tampa, actually, in-game. But I'm seeing it's minus 196 right now. It's still scoreless uh, in this game. Um, Yarbrough has been great uh, for the Tampa Bay Rays. Gets the, the Boston Red Sox right now. Red Sox are plus 158. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll reset. We'll be back with In Game Live. We'll jump into the baseball. We'll hit the hockey, golf, and everything else in between. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Build digital-first customer relationships with Salesforce Digital 360. Connect every marketing, commerce, and digital experience on a single platform. Innovate fast with easy-to-launch sites, campaigns, and apps. That's more relationships, more revenue, more return, and more success. Salesforce Digital 360. Hear from our customers at sfdc.co slash digital 360. 